At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the look ahead right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Greg Hoops here and filling in. For Scott Seidenberg, you saw Scott. He was hard at work on the nightcap, so that means I slide into the seat tonight. And very happy to be joined by you. Yeah, very happy to join you guys. And it is going to be a great show tonight. As we're going to have a trio of tremendous guests joining me in the first hour. We're going to have a pair of Veasan's finest, Stormy Bonantoni. She does a terrific job with my guys in the desert, and someone that has spent so much time with regards to the NHL as she used to be the Golden Knights sideline reporter. She's going to be joining me in about 15 minutes. We're going to be taking a look forward to Stanley Cup Game 1 and just the Cup Final as an entirety. Get her thoughts if there's anything she likes with regards to maybe a player to take home the Conn Smythe Trophy. So we're going to have some fun there. And then Dave Ross going to be joining me in about 30 minutes. Does a terrific job with our UFC show as well. First strike, so he does a tremendous job on that front and on top of that. This is a man that does a great job taking a look at a little bit of everything, all forms of football. And if you ever spend time on his Twitter at DRossports, you know that he does a great job taking a look at things on the links as the U.S. Open is going to be getting going within the next few days. So we're going to get a little bit of a preview there. And then in the final hour, we are also going to be taking a look at just a little bit of everything that we've got going on in general because we've got a lot of baseball to take a look at. So who better to bring on than one of our good friends, Scott Reichel. He's over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, so we're going to have a lot of fun here. And it is a time in which a little bit of everything is coming to a head. The NBA Finals is currently going on, and as we know, it has pretty much become a best of... It's become a best of two at this point with regards to the NBA Finals. The Celtics, they need to win the next two games to be able to get the job done. The Warriors... And are looking to be able to close things out this week. And we've got the NHL Cup Final that is going to be happening as well starting up tomorrow. And when it comes to it, I think that it's just very important to be able to not force things up, but at the same time, just sort of go to your strengths because it's one of those transitionary periods. We see it all the time with regards to the sports schedule. When the NFL season winds up coming to an end, a lot of people, they wind up then going to the college basketball circuit. More people wind up going into the NBA getting prepared for the playoffs. Now this time of year, we're seeing the NBA and the NHL wind up getting wrapped up, and that means more people wind up sliding on over to baseball. And in recent years, we've seen more people slide over to the WNBA as well. It's been nice to be able to see that sport wind up growing. There's been a lot more handicappers, I've noticed, that have taken up the NBA in recent years, and rightfully so. It's a very good product, in my opinion. But when it comes down to it, 
the changing of the seasons is always something that I find to be very fascinating. And I do think that it is very important that if you are going to be transitioning sports with the NBA, NHL coming to an end very soon, just to wind up sticking to your strengths and wind up having just a little bit of base research down before you wind up putting down your actual hard-earned dollars. Because I do think that it is so important to... You don't need to wind up taking a look at a specific sport all 12 months out of the year, but you want to have a little bit of a baseline. You want to be able to know, okay, this is what has been happening here. You do your deep dive. You don't want to step in there night number one. Oh, player X has a three ERA. Player Y has a four ERA. Let's back the guy with a three ERA or something like that. If you're looking to jump into baseball, if you're looking to jump into the WA, NBA, don't be like, oh, well, this team has an I and five record. We've got to be taking them against a spread in every single game or anything like that. So I do think that that is something that is very important to do. And that's part of what we wind up doing here on VEASAN, just being able to do the nitty-gritty with regards to all the research, try to get you guys just pointed in the right direction in general when it comes to a lot of these various sports. Like, we've got folks that wind up doing a great job on all different fronts. I know that Dave Tooley, our guy over here at VEASAN, he joins the look at every Sunday. He does a great job of just taking a look at trends in general. And I do think that a lot of things that are very important when it comes to handicapping any sport is sort of the ebbs and flows. What we're seeing with regards to underdogs that are coming through as opposed to favorites. What we are seeing with regards to the totals because typically when you wind up seeing a big giant bevy of unders in any sport, we saw it earlier this year with regards to the MLB. We wind up seeing that in the NBA as well. Typically, if you wind up seeing just a whole bunch of unders begin a season, you're probably going to see a little bit of a trend of overs moving forward and vice versa. If you wind up seeing like a week in which like overs wind up going like 60% or something like that, you got to believe that the books, they're going to adjust. They're going to do their due diligence and they're going to try to be able to find that good equilibrium number. And we've been noticing that a lot in Major League Baseball in general as you wind up seeing right around 60% of games go under to begin the season. And all of a sudden, we've been seeing a little bit of an over binge. I wind up getting this from covers. If you take a look at what we've seen in Major League Baseball over the last 30 days, right around 52% of games have wound up going over the total. This is for a wide variety of things. It's been the books winding up moving their numbers because if you wind up taking a lot of baseball games during the month of May, you'll notice, much like myself, that we wind up seeing six and a half in games that didn't involve like former Cy Young Award-winning pitchers like I think that there was a game involving Zach Logue of the Oakland A's as a starting pitcher that wound up having a total of six and a half, which part of that is because the Oakland A's just have not been able to do anything on offense whatsoever, but certainly is intriguing to take a look at it. And something that you're going to notice in Major League Baseball as well, underdogs, they typically are very prevalent. It is one of the biggest underdog sports out there when it comes to sports betting, just because the nature of Major League Baseball, the best teams are going to wind up losing 60 plus times. The worst teams, unless if you're just historically bad, like the Baltimore Orioles have been in recent years, are actually not as terrible this year. So I give them a little bit of credit. They wound up being able to win as a pretty sizable underdog on Tuesday. If you were looking at it, they were actually the biggest underdog to wind up cashing right around plus 185 to plus 195, depending upon where you're shopping on that closing number. But when it comes to it, the worst teams in Major League Baseball, they typically wind up winning right around 60, 65 games themselves. So I do think that that is something to take a look at. But what we've been seeing in Major League Baseball right now is these big giant streaks. And a lot of them involve the bad teams wind up going on slides. Now, the Brewers have lost 9 out of 10. They are certainly not a bad team by any stretch of the imagination, especially if you're just taking a look from just a wins and loss standpoint. They are currently playing like one, but certainly they aren't as bad as a team that has lost nine out of their last 10. But you are noticing that underdogs, they're having a little bit of a tough time with it right now. You just take a look at what wound up happening in Major League Baseball on Tuesday. And as I'm doing this, by the way, typically all games wind up going final, but the Reds and the Arizona Diamondbacks, this game is pending as to whether or not the Reds as an underdog are going to be able to pull it out or not because this one wound up going to a rare 12th inning, something that you typically don't wind up finding when it comes to... Major League Baseball in 2022, a game going north of 10 innings because of the ghost runner rule, which I very much despise. But that said, you take a look at what we wound up getting, and it was a case of which I believe only three favorites wound up being able to come through. I mentioned it with the Toronto Blue Jays. You did wind up seeing a pretty Herculean comeback from the Miami Marlins. They were down four runs against the Philadelphia Phillies. They get it done by kind of 11-9, to nine. and I do think that that is something that is very important to take a look at, just some of these teams in which they 
have become, shall we say, fades as of right now, like the Atlanta Braves. They have won 13 straight games. They wind up beating up on the Washington Nationals. And for the Nationals, things are just not going right for them in general. And you're going to see these numbers. They're going to start hiking up and up even more, like the Atlanta Braves. On the road, they wound up closing in a lot of spots as right around a minus 275 favorite. I think that they wound up hitting as high as $3 at DraftKings. And we are going to be seeing these prices wind up going up and up even more. We've been seeing it in Major League Baseball in general the last few seasons. And I do think that there is going to be some value on a lot of these, shall we say, ugly underdogs. Like the Washington Nationals, they closed in this one at a plus 235. I fortunately did not wind up taking a shot on that one because I did not want any part of a gentleman in Mr. Tetriel, who was making his first career start with the Washington Nationals and didn't wind up having great minor league numbers in general, and he promptly wound up getting destroyed in this one. But you're going to see a lot of these ugly underdogs approach north of 250. Heck, if you remember that Detroit Tigers versus Houston Astros series from a few years ago, I believe that was in 2019, you wound up seeing the Tigers all throughout that series being a plus $4 underdog. And this is where, when it comes to sports betting, when it comes to especially a money line sport, you don't want to be taking a look at things with regards to a win and loss standpoint. Now, you're probably going to be like, what in the world? If you're not winning bets, what's, what in the heck is going on here? You want to be taking a look at units one because if you wind up taking what I wind up just throwing out there, the plus $4 underdog, which is the absolute extreme of the extreme when it comes to Major League Baseball, when it comes to the bigger underdogs, typically you're going to find more of these right around a plus 250 to a plus 300. So we'll throw out there more of the line of plus $3 because we've already seen a few underdogs wind up hitting $3 in Major League Baseball this season. At plus 300, you wind up placing that bet four times on that plus $3 underdog, if you wind up hitting one out of four, you have broken even. Meanwhile, as we know with the minus 110 spread, which you wind up seeing typically in the NFL, college basketball, NBA list goes on and on. At minus 110, you have to hit out a 52.38% clip just to be able to break even. And thus, if you're taking a lot of these big chalky minus 250, minus 300 favorites in Major League Baseball, yeah, you could wind up be hitting at north of 60%. But with that said, hitting 60% while laying minus $3, that's not necessarily so great either. So I do think that looking at these various disciplines, and especially if you're going to be taking a look at some long shots when it comes to golf, all it takes is one 20 to one or greater shot to be able to cash to really come home for you. And we're starting to get into that time of year that we are finding a lot more money line sports. And it's going to be really interesting to be able to base golf because you're able to find a lot of matchups where you're going to have a little bit more of an evening out of the juice. You're able to take a look at a lot of long shots and you're able to get into more of the ancillary markets where you have plus prices, but it's not the same taking a finish in the top five, top 10 prop, whereas to take an outright winner as well. So there's a lot of different ways to be able to skin a cat and we're going to have a lot of versatility when it comes to major league baseball, when it comes to golf and it's going to be a very fun time of year. But in the meantime, we do have the NBA Finals still wrapping up. We've got the NHL Stanley Cup that is going to be starting up as well, starting on Wednesday. And who better to bring in than Stormy Tony? I think that it's going to be a tremendous series. Got the two-time Stanley Cup champs in the Lightning going up against the Avalanche. And we've been wondering for many, many years if this is a team that is going to bust through and is going to be able to win the final. So we're going to get Stormy thoughts with regards to what we're going to be seeing in the Stanley Cup, both for Game 1 and the entirety of the series, up next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And by that, I mean with one with long lasting change, take the Zen 10 challenge and switch up the way that you've been enjoying nicotine available in a wide variety of chase tastes and strengths. Zen nicotine pouches deliver smoke free and spit free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start begins here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge at ZYN.com slash 10. That is the number 10, not the word 10. That is ZYN.com slash the number 1 and the number 0. Zen Nicotine Pouches are only for adult 21 years and older who currently use tobacco or nicotine. And warning, this is a product that does contain nicotine. And nicotine, it is an addictive chemical. We're back here on the lookout with myself, Greg Peterson, holding it down for Scott Seidenberg tonight. And... Great to be joined by our guest. She does a terrific job Monday through Friday on My Guys in the Desert. As it is Stormy Bonantoni is joining me. And here we'll follow her on Twitter at Storm Bonantoni all together. And great to have you on tonight. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate you having me. Always love uh, an opportunity to talk hockey and chop it up with you, my man. It is always great to have you aboard. And it is going to be a great cup final. We've got the two teams that... I feel like so many of us wanted to go mano a mano in this with the Lightning and the Avalanche, and we've been seeing a little bit of steam coming on the Lightning, both for Game 1 and with regards to the series price. I know that the South Point actually opened this up with the Avalanche being a minus $2 favorite. A lot of other places, they opened up right around about a minus 180-ish, give or take a little bit, and we've seen that come down a little bit. And with the Lightning, we're now seeing them down to right around plus 135 to plus 140 after they wound up opening up right around a plus 145. Do you agree with the move here? Because I personally am one of those people that I believe that there is something with regards to this championship pedigree, and I think that the Lightning, they're very live in this series. Yeah, I think they're very live as well. It's it's hard to count out the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, right? They have been incredible this postseason um, as well with the way that, I mean, you look at the series that they had with Florida where everybody's like, oh, this is going to be such a long series. They go on to sweep them in four games. Even last series, um, you just, I've just been so impressed with the way that their players have stepped up when they've needed to, even without Braden Point, who we know the last two postseasons when Tampa has gone on these runs, was their leading goal scorer. They've been doing this all without him for the majority of the playoffs. So um, I think that the line move is correct. And I'm kind of struggling with game one. And I understand why a lot of people are backing Tampa and I might end up on them tomorrow. I I still have yet to pull the trigger on my plays for how I want to do this. I think game one is going to be a whole lot of watch and learn, but you think about the rest and everybody has that rest versus rust debate. It's going to be nine days since the Colorado avalanche have played in a game. And we know the effect that that had on Tampa last series, right? When you go into game one against the Rangers and you end up getting smoked 6-2 because New York was coming off of a long series. They were riding a little bit of momentum. That's kind of how it feels with Tampa. But Colorado, I don't know. I just have this vivid memory of when I was the ringside reporter for the Golden Knights last postseason and – the VGK were coming off of a series where they had a long one with Minnesota. They were riding that momentum. Colorado had had, I think, seven or eight days off coming off a sweep of St. Louis. And they just shellacked Vegas 7-1 game one in the second round. Like, it was, it was over in the first ten minutes. And so that's my one 
fear is just my personal experience having watched that in person and um, seeing how tough of, a, of an out that Colorado can be, um, especially with the firepower they have. But obviously a lot, a lot of questions um, from a health standpoint right now, and I think game one is going to be a really good learning experience. I remember being on the desk here for that game one between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche, and there were a few people on the desk with me that had the Vegas Golden Knights in that one, and they were not very happy. So I yeah. do remember that very well. And, I mean, taking a look at this Colorado Avalanche team, you talk about the fact that Brayden Point might actually be able to return in game one. At some point in this series, we're going to see him, whether or not it's going to be game one or not. That's a little bit TBD. But with that said, with the Avalanche, they've been dealing with a few injuries as well. And, they have yet to declare who's going to be in goal for game number one as Pavel Francoeur has been able to do a relatively solid job throughout the postseason, but Darcy Kemper, he's been out for quite a while. It sounds like he's going to be available for this as well, and I think that that causes for a little bit of debate as well because do you wind up sticking with the guy that wound up getting you through that Oilers series, or do you wind up going with the guy that wound up seeing more games in goal during the season in Kemper? So... I would say it's got to be Darcy Kemper personally. And um, GM Joe Sackett did say he's 100% healthy after picking up that injury game one of the Western Conference Final. He's had ample time to rest and recover. Um, you mentioned it. Pavel Francouz did go on to help the Avs win that series. Um, but it certainly wasn't a gimme, especially when you look at, at game four, right? A five spot, uh, a six, yeah, five spot that was scored on him in game four. He had six goals that were allowed in that opener. Um, and, and yeah, two solid games in between. But he's got a little bit of Mike Smith in him, if you know what I mean. Um, he can make the heroic goal, goal save out of nowhere but he can also let in a goal that is unacceptable to let in. Whereas Darcy Kemper, uh, he's been a little hit or miss this postseason, but he actually had better numbers than Andre Vasilevsky in the regular season. We, we saw him, I know, struggle on a number of occasions, especially that series with the Blues um, and Colorado, like when Colorado had to step up in a major way in talent from that opening series with the Preds. And obviously now they have another level of talent that's coming up from Edmonton to Tampa that they're facing. But I, I like Darcy Kemper. I think that you have to go back to him personally. Um, that's just my feel, but that's also another reason why I say game one is going to be a really big feel out process, regardless of who they go with. You want to see how Colorado plays in front of that goaltender defensively. And if Tampa is getting the ample shots on net and causing problems, because that's going to affect the total. That's going to affect the outcome of the game. Yep. And you mentioned it with the total. It's going to be really interesting because I, mean, if you were taking unders in that Rangers versus lightning series, other than game one, where the lightning were just completely flat, you were able to cash a whole bunch of nice under tickets. And in the avalanche series against the Oilers, I know that there were some books that that total in game two got as high as seven half wound up coming down as the series wound up going along in that sweep. But that was certainly interesting to take a look at. Where do you stand with regards to this total of six? Because I mean, Andre Vasilevsky has been stopping everything in its way, but with regards to lightning and the avalanche, these are two of the best in being able to put shots on goal. Yeah, 100%. So my, my heartstrings are telling me under. That's definitely where I lean. I like that it's sitting at six because if you do get some of that goal scoring, you have the opportunity for a push if that's where it gets. So my heart right now and my gut is telling me under specifically because of what you just mentioned in Andre Vasilevsky. And we look at that second round series against Florida where he allowed three goals in four games against the team in the Panthers that was the highest scoring offense in all of the NHL this regular season. They were the only team in the league to average more than four goals per game, and he handled them like that. And then, yes, there were the, the two off games in New York when MSG was rocking the way they were, where he allowed, what was it, not nine goals in those two games. Uh, not all of them, obviously, on him. There's some empty net situations there. But then the following four games allowed just five combined in four games. He's truly getting to that Stanley Cup playoff um, finals year that he's gotten into the last couple of seasons, which is why he won the Conn Smythe Trophy a year ago and why he's a very likely candidate to do so again. So my heart leans under. I just have a lot of questions about Darcy Kemper, truly, if the goals are going to come on that side or not. Like, I'm, I'm very I'm very antsy there. I'm probably going to pull the trigger on the under six, though. Yep, I don't blame you there. If I'm looking anywhere, I'm looking at the under myself, especially with just the way that Andre Vasilevsky has been able to hold it down and 
with regards to the series. Have you taken any position with regards to a series price and or any sort of a prop with regards to the Consmite Trophy or anything that might be in more of the ancillary market? I have a couple of tickets um, in pocket for Consmite. I have a Kale McCarr that I got like a month ago just because I felt pretty confident that the abs were going to be able to get out of the West. And then last week I bought in on Andre Vasilevsky as well just because if you think that Tampa is going to get there, I think there's a pretty good shot that he could win it. And he's still available at 4-1, to one, which surprised me a good bit. I had Johnny Avello, the director of sportsbook operations at DraftKings, on My Guys in the Desert, my show earlier today. And he said he really hasn't gotten that much play on Andre Vasilevsky, which absolutely shocked me. He said the majority of tickets are actually on Nikita Kucherov, which is also a very good bet. Uh, as far as the series price, I did a small bet on the Lightning, which I'm kind of still, I've told you, I'm very on the fence about this series because I could just so easily talk myself into either side. They're both such worthy candidates. You have a team in, in the Lightning that are, you know, cementing a dynasty here or attempting to, and Colorado, who's been so close so many times but hasn't gotten there and wants to create this legacy. So um, I do have a small ticket out on Tampa, although I feel like the abs are probably going to go on to win in six now because I said that. I'm mostly targeting some props, and uh, there is a long shot. I don't know if we have time if you want me to tell you. There's a long shot in players to score the most points that I like. I don't think that we've got enough time for it, but you'll need to give it out on my guys in the desert tomorrow because you do an absolutely terrific job there, Stormy, and it was great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm so chatty. Appreciate the time. Have a great show. Oh, trust me. We love chatty on this show, and Stormy, one of the best in the business. Great to be able to get her aboard. And coming up next, another one of our VEASAN favorites, Dave Ross, going to be joining me right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page, it is updated every 10 minutes. That way you're able to see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money just doesn't match up with the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits is another way. VSIN is here year-round to make you a smarter better. Check out today's betting splits for every single game now at vsin.com as it is a look at with myself, Greg Peter. And great to be joined by Dave Ross. The man is a super utility player over here at VEASAN. He does a little bit of everything on the weekends. You're able to find him on things such as betting across America. I know that he did a lot with regards to the green zone during the NFL season. And he also does a great show weekly over here at VEASAN covering all things combat sports called First Strike as well. Dave, it is always a pleasure, my man. Thank you so much for joining me. Greg, love being on with you, brother, and I appreciate the intro because I saw, you know, somewhere on Twitter, I believe last week, they said, if you could only bet on three sports the rest of your life, what would they be? And they gave you, like, the option, like you get with all the fast foods. And, you know, it was interesting because I really did, like, the introspective look at it. And, of course, I love the NFL, and you mentioned the Green Zone. Uh, We'll recover, you know, everything going on, the live numbers as they change. So the NFL had to be on there for me. And certainly when I look at MMA and, and hosting a first strike podcast here at Vison, that is huge for me. So I had to take the UFC and mixed martial arts. And Greg, the third one is golf. I absolutely love wagering and watching golf. It is such a fun uh, exercise and can be very profitable if you can really get into the minutiae of some of the numbers and find some of the best values and then just hope those golfers that you get those good value plays on can come through for you in the clutch. Absolutely. And unlike what we wound up seeing many, many years ago, where it used to be Tiger versus a field and where it used to be like you wound up having that one very demonstrative favorite, we're not seeing that for the U.S. Open. There is really nobody shorter than 10 to 1 right now in the field right now. That's Rory McIlroy coming off of his win from last weekend. I think that it's going to be really interesting. And you mentioned it as well. Something that I think is really profitable as well, being able to take a look in game when it comes to Golf. I don't know if you've been able to be able to cash a few tickets that way, but I've noticed that it has become a situation where you can find a lot of guys like 25 to one in the middle of like the final round and boom, they wind up making that big run in the back nine. Greg, it is an excellent point. And Wes Reynolds and I uh, do betting across America each and every Sunday here in the network. And what we've really had 
uh, throughout this PGA Tour season, every Sunday, if whether it's a major or just a regular tour event like the last week at the RBC uh, north of the border in Canada, you get these incredible Sundays and watching the swings in the live market, it is as volatile as you're going to get. To your point, Justin Thomas, who won the last major last month in Tulsa, Oklahoma, at the PGA Championship, as Wes and I are doing the, the live uh, in-game play, you remember Mito Ferreira was a big favorite coming in, had three-shot lead uh, over a bunch of three other players that really didn't have any pedigree. And Justin Thomas was like that kind of golfer. Rory made a little bit of a run early. And you can get JT on a final round Sunday, who's going to be a future Hall of Famer in the world of golf, at 20-1. to 1. Now, it took Mito Ferreira to collapse on 18 like he did, but that's exactly the point. If you find yourself come Sunday at Brooklyn, Massachusetts at the United States Open, and there's maybe an unheralded player that's at the top of that field, look to see if there's a star player, a Hall of Fame player that might be four or five back on a Sunday, and you might want to take a stab at a really good number and a really class player. Because I remember as we're doing the show, I kept I was amazed that you could get Justin Thomas at 20 to 1. Then, of course, things broke his way. He got into the playoff, and he ultimately goes ahead and catches that ticket. And that was just Sunday, halfway through the final round. So, yes, you'd love to get them in the bigger numbers before the tournament starts. But Justin Thomas actually at 20 to 1 on Sunday was a better number than you would have gotten before the tournament started, which I believe is around 14 and 15 to 1. So you actually can make that money like you're talking about if you can find the value in the golfer in a number on a final round, certainly in a major where chaos normally ensues. And when it comes to in-game betting as well, I always feel like the number one team sport for it is the NBA just because there's so many volatile runs. The team that you wind up betting on pre-flop, you're going to find them up by double digits at some point, and you're probably going to find them down by (laughs) double digits at some point. So might as well take a little bit of a better number in-game. But what I think is so interesting about golf is that Obviously, we've got the analytics on these guys, course history, how guys wind up doing with regards to average drive length, things like that. But I feel like with regards to golf, just because it is such a mental game, just taking a look at a guy's body language, taking a look at a guy and how he likes slash dislikes his shots. That's something that you're really able to take advantage of when it comes to being able to bet in a round during golf that you really don't have in many other sports because in other sports, obviously, you like the way that a team is getting fired up on the sidelines and everything like that. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's much harder to wind up having a football team just run on pure momentum and overcome a big deficit rather than a guy that winds up getting hot and winds up running off like four or five birdies in the back nine. Yeah, we saw that Sunday with Rory McIlroy at the RBC and he goes on to win that event and holds off a really class field, obviously Justin Thomas again and uh, Tony Finau and company. So, he got on that run that you're talking about in that back nine. When Rory McIlroy is playing, the level that we saw, and I think that we just all go, well, you know, Rory's a four-time major champion. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Well, he hasn't won a major in, in almost a decade, right? So he's going to have another stab at it this week. The way he played Sunday, I know if he bottled that and did that for four days at Brookline, he's going to win that golf tournament. You can put Rory on the shortest of lists. That if players that play and maximize their ability, there might not be a better player right now in the world than Rory McIlroy. Obviously, you know, Tiger's aging. He's got his injuries. But, you know, Tiger in his heyday, I don't know if anybody's ever better than him. But Rory really does kind of have that, that mythical title of, if everything is clicking for me, don't bet against me. Everything clicked for him last week of the RBC. Now, can he carry that over? I mean, it was just Sunday. As you and I talk here 48 hours later, and 48 hours from now, he's going to be teeing up in that first round. He's got a lot of really good, uh, I would say, vibes going with the PGA Tour. He kind of feels like the new torchbearer for that tour, as you've got the guys from Live Golf coming back over. That's going to be a very interesting week inside the ropes here that we might not be privy to as media and fans. But there really is a factor in that, too. And Rory said it after he won, Greg. He said, I've never felt this motivated to win on the PGA Tour. And obviously, a major is different. But you understand, it's almost like the old line now is the PGA Tour. Here come these young people, a league that's trying to really upset the apple cart. And now we want to protect our turf. I know that the PGA Tour class players, like a Rory, like a Justin Thomas, this week will mean more to them 
They don't want the Dustin Johnson. They don't want the Patrick Reeves. And they certainly don't want Phil Mickelson to come back over to Brookline and say, oh, we just played last week in London for live, made all kinds of money that you guys won't make, and then come over and win this event. It really does have a pro wrestling feel to it. And I'm not handicapping it differently because of it. Because the one guy I will not shy away from from the Live Golf Tour is Dustin Johnson. I think people forget this was still one of the 15 best players in the world, was not that long ago from being the number one player in the world. I mentioned that when Rory hits on all cylinders, he's the best player in the world. DJ can make that claim too. When he is at his peak levels, might not be as good as Rory, but certainly right there with him. I'd watch out for Rory. I've seen his number drift north of 30 to 1 this week. That's an interesting number to me because if there's anybody that feels like water off a duck, it's Dustin Johnson where just nothing seems to bother him. And he doesn't get, you can tell Phil Mickelson is obviously bothered by the lines of questioning this week. I don't know that'll be the same for DJ. I'd be watching him closely early on in this golf tournament come Thursday. I think that that's going to be fascinating with Rory currently the favorite, but there's a lot of guys like Justin Thomas, John Rahm that are just behind him. And have you taken any position as of right now with regards to any I, outrights, any top tens, top fives with regards to the U.S. Open? I took a couple outrights, and I, I took them at better numbers uh, than they are now. I took Billy Horschel a couple weeks ago, got him at 100 to 1. That number is no longer available. I've seen it at, as low as 60 to 1 now. Uh, so I, I got the better end of the number there. I just like the way he's playing and the way uh, U.S. Open style course should be tailor-made for him. And I got Max Homa at 80 to 1, and now that that's down around the 50 to 1 range as well. So for longer shots, I still think those are playable numbers. Shop around and get the best one you can. But I think Max Homa, Billy Horschel, if you're looking for non, you know, 25, 30 to ones and a little bit longer than that, I'm looking at Billy Horschel and I'm looking at Max Homa as two guys that I really think will be there come Sunday. And at that value, Greg, it was too good to pass up. And clearly, uh, when I hopped on it, not that I moved it, I'm sure I was far from alone uh, from some real sharks out there that helped move that number down significantly. But at 100 to 1 and 80 to 1 of Billy Horschel and Max Homa, I, I had to nibble there. Yep. And right now we're seeing Homa right around 45 to 1 and Horschel at 55 mm -hmm. to 1. So you certainly have been able to get the best of the number there. And when it comes to. Dave, he does a great job taking a look at golf, but on top of that, he also does a great job when it comes to the NFL because he does a lot of work with betting across America and Green Zone during the NFL season, and it's never too early to take a look at the NFL season coming up next. We're going to take a look at if he's got any plays with regards to NFL season wins and if he's got his eye on anything that's been brewing this offseason. That's up next right here on The Look At on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from a local perspective. There are CityCasts for Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast or read your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. list goes on and on. Available all at those platforms as it is a look at with myself, Greg Peterson, filling in for Scott Seidenberg tonight and being rejoined by Dave Ross does a terrific job here at the network betting across America. And then if you're into combat sports, does a great job with the show slash podcast for a strike and for the podcast, you're able to find that wherever you get your podcasts as well. And Dave, we were talking about this a little bit off air. You and I, we both love the NFL. I know that you're a Cowboys fan and I am a man that I grew up 45 minutes away from Lambeau Field. So we know where my allegiances wind up lying, and it's not with a team in purple, that's for sure. But with that said, something that stood out to me, and this is standing out to you as well, the Dallas Cowboys, with regards to odds to be able to win the NFC East, they are currently the favorite, but they're a pretty short favorite. Right now at DraftKings, I'm seeing the Philadelphia Eagles right around a plus 160, Cowboys at a plus 130, and then Giants and Commanders, they're pretty much far back there. Commanders at 5-1, to one, the Giants at 9-1. to one. What is your take on this? Because I take a look at the Cowboys, and I do think that the division itself has gotten a little bit better, but I still take a look mm-hmm. at it, even without some of the weapons, especially Amari Cooper being out of the fold. I still think that this is the best team in that division by a pretty hefty margin. I think they still have the most talent, Greg, but the, the interesting about those numbers, when you look at the NFC East, and if people remember before the NFL draft in April, the Cowboys were minus money, about minus dollar twenty. Minus dollar twenty-five to win the division, and I thought, hmm, this is interesting because, again, before the draft, you looked at it and you thought the Cowboys clearly were the best team in the division. What it shows you is that Vegas has adjusted and the bookmakers have adjusted because of the AJ Brown trade to Philadelphia and because of the draft of the Eagles. And I think the Giants had a pretty good draft as well. The Commanders, I think, it's debatable. But you look at the rest of the division. And they don't look at the Cowboys as having a great draft. And they don't look at the Cowboys losing Amari Cooper in the offseason for a six-round pick to the Cleveland Browns as really maybe doing enough to fortify and reestablish that they are the overwhelming favorites to win the division. That is gone. So the Eagles have really shortened those price tags here with the acquisition of A.J. Brown. And the way I look at it, Greg, is, you know, I, I, I don't know how much I trust Jalen Hurts. But everything around Jalen Hurts right now looks really, really good. Receiving core, we know how well they run the football. The offensive line, the defense has gotten better in the offseason. Uh, Nick Sirianni, I think, proved himself as a first-year head coach, at least taking this team to the playoffs and winning nine games last year. So why would they be re- headed for a regression? I don't know that that makes a lot of sense. I think they can kind of start baseline with nine wins again. And I see most of their win totals around nine and a half. And I think clearly A.J. Brown makes them better. Clearly in the draft, they got better. I have to think that this is at least a 10-win football team, if not more. Nobody has repeated in the NFC since the early 2000s. And those teams are led by Donovan McNabb and the Philadelphia Eagles to go back-to-back. And no team has done that since. So I don't know why we are now convinced that the Cowboys will be that team to go back-to-back and repeat as NFC East champions. So, you know, as a Cowboy fan, I hate what I'm saying. But money talks, and I do think right now there's a lot of value in the Eagles and playing that over, and I do think it almost 2-1 to one to win the division. History says teams don't repeat in the East. It's been almost 20 years, and the Cowboys might have taken a, a slight step back. Their win total is 10.5. I think that number is, is perfectly set where it is. I'm not going to touch it. I want to see how the Cowboys come out and perform week one against Tampa Bay, a team they played very, very close uh, last year in week number one. That's going to be a big litmus test for me 
If they lose that game out of division, all of a sudden the division is better. They can't count on those divisional wins like they did a year ago. Cowboys could be in for some trouble. I do think it's a two-horse race, despite Washington and New York getting better. But I think the team to bet on right now would be the Eagles in the NFC East. Yep, and it's so interesting. Take a look at the season wins because you mentioned it with the Cowboys. A lot of places have a 10.5. I'm right now seeing DraftKings posting up a 10 with regards to the Dallas Cowboys. And the over and the under are both at minus 110. And, I mean, at a 10.5, I would have some big-time trepidation with taking an over on the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of places you're probably going to find maybe even money, a little bit of a plus price with regards to that 10.5. But at a 10 at a minus 110, I think that shopping around for these numbers is just so critical because if you're able to find favorable juice on a 10, like I would consider minus 110 to be pretty solid on and over. Meanwhile, if you're able to get a 10.5 under at, say, like a minus 120, something in that neighborhood, you've got yourself some good opportunity to be able to just play the market very well, be able to spot some good numbers, because if it winds up landing on 10, the under that you wind up taking, if you wind up getting favorable juice there, that winds bidding. Meanwhile, the over, you're able to get a push on that. Yeah, I think that's an excellent way to do it, Greg. You're so right. If you're really going to take this seriously, people, that's exactly what you're trying to do is almost lock in profit and find that middle spot if you can find it, and that's as close as you're going to get in the NFL. You're not going to get any nine and a halfs out there, but if you can find a 10 at minus 110, because I do think that's the right number. I look at this, at this football team, and I go, I think it's a 10-win football team. Here's what concerns me, though, Greg, is Dad Prescott coming off injury last year was really not the same guy after the New England game where he threw it to CeeDee Lamb. They win in overtime. Curtis Cap, remember Cooper Rush came in, they beat the Vikings, and they kind of got through. And Dak was good, but he wasn't the same explosive Dak. If he goes down, I think this offense shuts down. Meanwhile, in Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts, who they do not really have, they have not you know, designed their future around him. They're going to give him the opportunity this year to, to prove it. Next year, they got a lot of first-round picks. They're probably going to go quarterback if Jalen Hurts isn't the guy. And if he's not working out this year, They've got a capable backup in Gardner Minshew. So I also look at the backup quarterbacks and say, if there's injury or he doesn't perform well, can the Eagles survive that to still hit that win total uh, of nine and a half? And I think it's, it's there. For the Cowboys, it would get dicey if there's an injury concern to Dak Prescott. That's why I actually think there's more trust for me from an Eagles perspective there than rolling the dice on Dak Prescott being healthy for the entire 17-game season to get that win total, get over that threshold of 10. Yep, I think that that's such a good point that you bring up because when you take a look at NFL season wins, I think that taking a look at the man behind the starting quarterback, I think that yeah. that's very important to take a look at depth in general because there's going to be no team that winds up going through in an NFL season that is not just going to have a few injuries, but it's going to have a lot of injuries. I mean, it just winds up happening time and time again, and you bring up why I just cannot pull the trigger on an over of 11 wins with the Green Bay Packers. They are a completely new look team. I love the Green Bay Packers. I grew up 45 minutes away from Lambeau Field. But and with that said, Aaron Rodgers is now a year older. He winds up losing the guy that he was throwing the ball to in Devontae Adams. But even beyond that, because I mean, the Packers actually have a good track record without Devontae Adams. I think that that's a little bit of fool's gold. That's a discussion that I don't have enough time for. But with that said, also, you wind up losing Marcus Veldes-Scantling as well. I mean, this is a division that is not very good, but the Minnesota Vikings could sneak up, be able to get a win. And yeah. I take a look at the Packers' win total of 11. I could make a case for an under. I really can't make a case for an over. And I think that 11, honestly, probably a pretty solid number. I think you're right on, Greg. I played them last year, and I took them at 11 in an alternate, uh, ultimate win total of 12 and cashed both those tickets rather easily. But I'm with you. I look at that receiving core, and I go, is Aaron Rodgers at this stage of his career really going to be invested in taking a second-round pick and working with him in the offseason to get him up to speed to not to be on Devontae Adams' level, to be a guy that he's really going to take under his wing at this stage and make to be a great player? I don't think so. So I think it's going to be the Randall Cobbs and you know, the, the, the Valdez Gamblings. And, and good luck if, if you really think as a Packer to get that 11 win total and get it over there that Aaron Rodgers can just simply keep doing that. Devontae Adams was a real talent, and he's out here in the desert now. I think they have to take, take a step back. Now, the defense might be a little bit better, and that could help out a little bit, but I'm with you. I'm kind of weary. I can make a case for the under there, too, but not one that I could play the over and try to get to 12 wins with this football team. And, Dave, we've got about a minute left. Is there a team that fits this category for you? 
the more you look at them, mm-hmm. the more you like slash dislike them coming into this NFL season. You know, I, I want to say that what is Pete Carroll doing in Seattle? What's, what's the, what am I missing? Because I, I normally trust certain coaches, certainly uh, Super Bowl winning coaches like a Pete Carroll, but I just don't see it in the quarterback room. And unless they make a trade, and I'm not even saying Baker Mayfield's the answer, but that's really the last movable piece out there for a starting quarterback in the NFL. I go, is it really going to be Drew Locke and Geno Smith? I mean, really, maybe they see something in Drew Locke that I don't. But, Greg, past that, i got to wonder, what is Seattle doing? There's nothing that I really like from what I see from afar. And if you like their under, it's currently 5.5 at DraftKings. And you're able to get plus 120 on it. So it's going to be tough for them <laughs> to be able to get some wins in that very, very brutal NFC West. And a man that brings it every single time he's on this network, that'd be you, Dave. Always do appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much. Absolutely, Greg. I always enjoy the conversation, my friend. Have a great show. It is always great to be able to get Dave on. Just a wealth of knowledge. Guy covers a little bit of everything. So that was a terrific chat with him. And coming up next, we go to the Diamond. I'm going to give you guys my DK Nation pick for Wednesday in Major League Baseball. Right here on VEASAN, Esports Bank Network. What's the guarantee? What's the guarantee? Hey, Derek! What's the guarantee? The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back. With 12 million in guaranteed prizes. There's two ways to win, and there's no race to win, and there's no race to win, and there's no race to win. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.